This is the Psychedelic Spotlight Podcast, where we bring you interviews that showcase the paradigm shift we are experiencing with society's approach to healing and mental well-being through the power of mindful and responsible psychedelic integration. In this episode, I am joined by retired MMA and UFC fighter and champion Ian McCall, and on the heels of his appearance on HBO's Real Sports with Bryant Gumbel. I take some time to speak with Ian about his experience on the Real Sports episode, which highlights the path to recovery through the integration of psychedelics taken by retired professional sports athletes like himself, along with former two-time Stanley Cup champion Daniel Carcillo, former NFLer Kerry Rhodes, and Ian's brethren from the UFC, Dean Lister, and how each of them have found relief from their brain injuries and trauma suffered through their years of participating in high-impact sports and resulting in multiple concussions throughout their careers. As always, I hope you will enjoy this episode of the Psychedelic Spotlight Podcast and encourage you to subscribe to it to ensure you continue to stay ahead of the curve and in the know with the emergence of psychedelics. I want to welcome everyone back here to the Psychedelic Spotlight Podcast. Uh, Today I have the very distinct and unique pleasure of being joined by the one and only Ian McCall. Ian, my man, how are you doing? Oh, life life is beautiful. The day is good. Um, just a lot of positivity. And, uh, you know, it was, um, it, <laughs> you know, as, as someone who fancies himself an integration coach, integration is hard. Um, I did my initiation into the plant medicine church at the Earth Temple with Bearheart uh, with Ayahuasca. And then the weekend after I had to do my HBO special or my HBO sports, well, we shot an entire ceremony. Okay. Um, they didn't air it. They barely aired, aired any of it really, which I'm mad at because it was real. It was raw. I mean, this, yeah. is, this is what healed Dean Lister. And if you want to see six hours of Dean Lister throwing up um, <laughs> and talking about <laughs> dying uh, and just, it was, it was madness. Um, yeah. But it, was, it was one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. And uh, I'm just trying to get HBO to release it. So I'm just going to start talking about it. Um, cause it was like, it was, uh, incredible, you know, and, and, and the story when the first place wasn't about me, I've been saying mm-hmm. that the whole time it was about Daniel. You right. Know? And, and yeah, uh, Daniel Carcillo, former, uh, two time Stanley Cup champion winner of the NHL. Yep. Yeah. And he needed my help, you know, and just is my friend and he just says, Hey, can you help me set up this, this psilocybin ceremony? I've already shot my information. You know, I just, I, I need your help. I said, okay, cool. I got it. We did it. We set it up perfectly. It went really well. Um, but again, too raw, too raw for the adoring public uh, at the moment. So hopefully we can, you know, I'm trying to talk them into doing something with it. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, if we can do something with it, that's all I want. I just beg of them, like, please, this is this this is this. Yes, this footage is raw, but people will just don't even mark the thing. Just right, all right. tell people about it. The right people will see it, and it's it's going to change the world. It already is. I just feel so grateful to be in the space that I'm in and, and, and I get to um I get to actually change the planet. No, yeah, most definitely. And you know, for any of your listeners out there that maybe haven't had the opportunity to check the episode out, it's Real Sports uh, with Brian Gubble, um, was featured on HBO. I had an opportunity to take a look at the episode. I thought it was fantastic. And it really uh highlights uh four uh, retired professional sports athletes, including yourself, Daniel Carcillo, as you mentioned, uh, former NFLer Kerry Rhodes, as well as your uh, brethren from the UFC, Dean Lister. And, you know, you mentioned, you know, the word raw, 
you know, we're talking about Dean's, uh, that, that, that scene featuring Dean taking the hero dose and going through his experience and his journey. And that's, that's the exact same word that really stood out with me as raw. It's a raw scene, but I think an important one and watching him go through that. What was, uh, what, what were your thoughts, you know, when you got an opportunity to watch that scene back, you know, and see watching Dean, you know, someone who I know you've been close with for m- multiple years and watching him go through that process. What, what was going through your head as you thought him going through his experience and his journey? Um, I said, I said, good, this is, this is what I do. And, and it wasn't talked about in, in the, in the, you know, on, on my, and my portion of the show, because they just, you know, again, they cut out the whole thing. Um, it's my job to lead these men. Now we're talking, uh, people like Dean, people like, uh, you know, Jericho Danman, who was also there, who was a 15, 15 time deployed army ranger. Um, you know, uh, my friends that are bad, 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 bad men, you know, that are good men, but have done bad things. You know, they've, they've either they've killed people or they've gone to a cage and they're underwear to beat people up for blood money. Um, that's very traumatizing. And so when you, when you look at, uh, the, the norm, I, I, I guess you could say it. Yeah, normal people. Mm-hmm. They, they have, which sounds so grotesque, but they have normal trauma usually. You know, it's like, it's it's part of the human experience to have childhood trauma and youth trauma. That that blows me away. I just thought about that the other day and I was like, oh my God, what the fuck? You know, like that hurt, that hurt so much to think about. But on top of that, um you know, we are individuals who have pushed the boundaries of life or we've taken life or we've, you know, we've done things and, and you are giving and receiving PTSD the whole time. Uh-huh. It's been part of my path and part of my, now I've learned my calling. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not, I do train with shaman. My fiance is, is a shaman raised by a shaman in Serbia um, you know, she's a, a scientist. She's this. She, that's her calling is to be a shaman. But I'm I'm another part. I'm another form of healer, I guess. I'm becoming a preacher. A preacher, basically, for uh, for this church, the Earth Temple. Um, I'll hopefully have some sort of reverend designation, just because it sounds fun, realistically. Um, but you know, I don't care. Like, I, yeah. You know, <laughs> that's not the point. It just sounds fun. And I'm changing my name on, anyways, on Instagram or on social media because I'm trying to get away from my old moniker, which I never liked in the first place. But, um, you know, it's, I'm, I just like to say I'm the boatman. I'm the ferryman. I just take these very dangerous individuals who feel comfortable in my presence with me because I'm one of them and I bring them across and they die. And, uh, you know, they get to be reborn and then I get to bring them back to real life. And then after that, but that's, that's more when my life, my, not my life, my work. Um, yeah, I guess my life's work Yeah, is really where that belongs is, is post because, you know, there's philosophizing before. Um, but when you see people like Raina and Bearheart and his team of people, when they work real shaman work, it's, it's incredible. And I, I'm not that person. Or at least I'm not there yet. I do have some sort of ceremony. I'm, I'm more the guy that comes and exercises your demons. <laughs> you know, I I deal in circles of very, you know, whether it's high net individuals, high net worth, or high fame individuals, especially sports-wise, who are very damaged. Um, and they can trust my work and what I do. 
and it's it's nice to see. It's nice to know because now I can see that the you know the pollination effect is happening. Right. Like I've been planning. Um, Melissa Dawn from Field Trip Labs. She coined that, or she was the first first person to ever show me that term. You know, uh, the pollination effect. And I was like, God, I love you, Melissa, so much. <laughs> <laughs> She's like old sister to me. Um, but you know, it, there's just a, there's just a lot going on in the space. Like I, I'll get an emergency call. And it's like, hey, get over here. You got to talk to this person. I'm like, okay, <laughs> you know, it's fun. Yeah, and I mean, there's a, you know, there's a quote here from you, you know, saying that, you know, fighters are good people, but they're tormented. And I think that's a really, you know, profound statement there. And it rings true. Uh, I had an opportunity to speak with uh, Riley Cote. We featured him in an article. Uh, he's a former NHLer. Uh, he was an enforcer for the Philadelphia Flyers, so he spent a lot of his time out on the ice just dropping the gloves and throwing blows and taking punches to the head. And he describes sort of the, the PTSD that stems from all of that. And then in post-retirement, it doesn't go away. And the struggles that you deal with, you wake up every morning, you still have that feeling inside of you that I got to wake up and I got to fight. I got to be a fighter. I got to prep myself for it. And going through that for so many years, it just, it, it's got to be tough. And so you want to maybe talk to me a little bit more about, you know, that, that experience, you know, of, of, how it's like, you know, going from having to wake up every single day, knowing that you've got to be a fighter to then one day you wake up and you're like, I don't got to fight anymore. You know, wh what do I do? Is that, is that a difficult sort of transition in life? Do you think that that maybe contributes to some of the struggles that we see, you know, a lot of professional sports athletes deal with after they step away from whatever it is sport that they're playing? Well, let's put this into perspective. Um, I I'm not the only one that's like this with the life I had. I mean, maybe certain aspects of it are different. You know, I don't, I don't come from a, um, in an underprivileged background. I, I grew up on the beach in Orange County, California, you know, part of the 1%. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I was just a little psychopath. I was a weird kid who got really into science and martial arts. I liked violence a lot. And I just, I was tiny. I had something to prove. I had an attitude, um, entitlement, you know, I, again, I, my family is tied back to a president, not just any president, but the but Franklin Pierce, the guy that started the Civil War for slavery. <laughs> oh wow! I think that makes me feel in today's today's climate, you know? Right. Um, it's just weird. I just go, okay, I'm gonna do my own thing. Um, but you know, from a young life, I, they saw how good I was at this sort of stuff, so I was nurtured as this you know little prodigy sort of kid. I'm doing martial arts and then wrestling and jiu-jitsu and well, I went pro at 18, you know, and then I, and then before I even went to college to go wrestle, which I screwed up my wrestling career that way. Um, you know, I, so I just went pro and that's all I ever did. It's all I knew. And once, you know, you're done with that, you're not only is, you know, like Dr. Zach Bush says, you know, from the sense of self gets torn from, from your gut biome. I mean, my stomach was so screwed up because of stress. Uh, and even though I was such a, such a healthy person, I was always, I was healthy. I was eating healthy and working out every day, but I was on a lot of drugs, painkillers. Uh, I mean, mainly painkillers. I mean, even fentanyl. When, when you're doing enough fentanyl to go, this isn't working that well anymore. You have a problem, you know, and it's, it's just, it, it was, I was, I was just so numbed out my whole life. I mean, literally, I dropped science. I dropped, uh, I dropped acting when I was. Well, I guess I did a little bit in college, but like, I, I dropped all school. I was just focused on this my whole life, and then I and then I stopped. 
you know, and, and you were, you, you make one last retirement post <clears throat> and then you get this, you know, congrat, congratulatory set of text messages and phone calls and I love you and whatever. And then those go away like the next day. Right. Not, nothing, nothing else comes. And especially if you're not keeping yourself busy, which I was, I was, you know, on the path to getting sober, um, obviously, you know, through psychedelics is how I did it. I mean, the biohacking as a whole, just starting the day with a smile, starting the day with, with a laugh, forcing myself to laugh at myself in the mirror. Um, while in the back of my head, I wake up and I go, oh, fuck, I wish I would have died last night. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's not fun, you know, right. so you have your, your, your body's still in this cortisol state. And I just had to work through that. I ha- I mean, I had, <laughs> I had an interesting protocol and I, I, I don't share it really much. Um, but it was intense. You know, it was my own self experiment and it was maybe a little irresponsible. Um, <clears throat> but it was always, you know, in the safety of, of, you know, being by myself or with a loved one, you know, like it was, it was, it was self exploration. Um, you know, and that's obviously something I, 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 at this place in my life, I don't do anymore. But, um, you know, at points, I think a lot of us have, have overdone it, but it worked. I, I needed to fix my brain. And I, I was taking a lot of peptides, uh, still diet and exercise. I really, really, really got into an anti-inflammatory diet, um, even more so with my daughter. You know, she... she <laughs> She, I healed her of juvenile rheumatoid arthritis, myself and my family. Um, she, she, she started taking high dose RSO oil at two years old. You know, she's my little psychedelic adventurer. Um, <laughs> she hasn't taken anything else, obviously, but, but, uh, but you know, just just THC. Uh, she hasn't had that in a few years. She uses CBD. I mean, I, I have a CBD product. That reason I got into CBD was because, but of her, you know, and right. uh, and now we're we're in the processes of, of doing a deal with the UFC because Aurora's stupid and they screwed that up. They're just gross. Aurora, Aurora was a, a cash grab. It was pretty stupid, but uh, that's besides the fact. Um, you know, like we, we've, we're pushing everything in this right way. And I, I've, I've been able to not only heal myself, but I kept myself busy. I, I mean, even when I was so out of it, I got a job. I, I, for the first time in my life, I got a real job. Never had one. And I didn't, I don't have any education. So I walked into a big bougie, you know, gym here in Orange County, um, Lifetime Fitness, yeah. which it's, it's, it's their flagship. So it's the yeah. nice, and it's here in Orange County. It's 180,000 square feet. I walked in and they're like, Hey, do you have, do you, we, we, we have to have a lot of certifications to be here. And I was like, uh, I'm a world, I was a world champion. Like, Oh, you're hired. <laughs> I got <nothing> <laughs> I mean, I know a lot about food and diet and exercise because I pay attention. I'm a dork. Like, I always wanted to be a scientist growing up. Um, and this is the science that I love, you know, is this sort of stuff. So it was just, you know, I, I was able to to get through it, but I also had people along the way. I mean, you have to have people like myself and Riley and Daniel to, to help us walk these, these athletes through this because right. dude, it's horrible. I mean, it sucks. And of course... We all think about killing ourselves, dude. All of us. And and, and I just kind of like laughed it off, like I do everything else. I'm like, oh no, no, that's back. That sucks. I don't. Oh man, I'm gonna go for a run. Um, you know, I'm gonna go punish myself physically. 
but uh you know it, it was it was hard and, and these you know these guys need they need stuff to do they need to be working out still they need to make sure they're held accountable and make sure they're not on medicine like you know actual meds because um that's that's not good you know and, right and you know like there's 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 a, a clear path to fix this and i'm actually looking to um I've teamed up with a doctor uh, recently that is incredible. And I have my farm out in the desert. And, you know, we're going to have a whole permaculture team and agricultural sciences uh, institute that I want to name after my fiance because, you know, she comes from that sort of background in Serbia on a giant farm. Um, and, you know, she's she's a UCLA professor, was at least um, until she switched to psychedelics. And, you know, so we can do that. We have a psychedelic med spa we're putting in. We have, we have uh, Dr. James Fadiman's group. Is I'm talking to them about putting in the psychedelic sports institute, like all within the same 40 acres that I own. Right. Uh, putting in, you know, like the whole farm will be self-sustaining with all kinds of meats and animals. My daughter's got horses. You know, her, her grandmother breeds race horses and polo horses, and we'll have llamas for for you know pack hunting or you know whatever. We'll have tons of stuff. And it's just fun to know that this is all happening. Like this is all re- with the decrim effort, effort happening next year. Like all this stuff oh, yeah. put in place. I mean, I work with all the right people to make it happen. We've got. I mean, there's, there's. I just was talking to a person about um, uh, something called Exemplar. It's a, a fund. It's a psychedelic fund. Uh, it's backed backed by actual like venture capitalists. Mm-hmm. Like real, not like oh, cannabis investors, bro. I'm like, no, you guys, you, you guys aren't allowed. You guys gotta stay <laughs> right. You guys are a joke. Like, it's uh, and I grew up in cannabis. That's why I say that because those guys are like most of them are. It's just not the right crowd. It still has a gangster element to it. I mean, everyone on this side of the fence is all intellectuals. They're all the smartest people in the in, the, in this in this group of science. It's a different this. crowd. Yeah, it's simple, simple disobedience, dude. Complete mm-hmm. civil disobedience in such a good way, um, you know. And we're all just waiting to do it right because we know, like, we as us as the people who we are, we can only push it so far. We can't really break any laws. We we have to make sure everything's set in stone. We get the right permitting. We get the right this and that and the other thing. I mean, like I said, I, I just got uh, you know initiated into a plant medicine church. We're card carrying members of a plant medicine church, and we can now make that. I forget what you have to do. You have to go through three more steps to bring that card worldwide. So now I can I can I can travel with I do believe, uh, grow and and medicine around the world. That's beautiful. You know, and I'm 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 you know working like I said I'm working on being a preacher for this church more or less than a than, than a shaman at this point in my life. Yeah, no, that's that's absolutely beautiful. And I mean, you mentioned you know pushing everything in the right way. And I feel like that's what's happening. I feel like all the pieces are sort of being aligned and set up right now. And I think if obviously 2020 has been just an absolute shit show, um, but I <laughs> yeah. think if anything positive out of it or that's going to come out of it, I think it's the continued emergence of psychedelics and being pushed more into mainstream, you know, whether that's the feature that we saw, you know, with HBO, with real sports, I know 60 Minutes did a special on it a couple of months ago. You have Mike Tyson coming out, uh, putting in the good word. 
And uh, I know Lamar Odom also, you know, his story in his recovery through ketamine. So the word is spreading. It's getting out there. And I think as we transition now into 2021 and we position ourselves as a society that's going to be coming on the other side of a pandemic here, I can't think of a better time to start to integrate healing through psychedelics into society. And I love that, you know, you are really playing a role in helping to set things up with that. So with that in mind, I know you mentioned, we talked a couple of days ago and you mentioned that we're so much farther ahead here, you know, with the progress of psychedelics than you thought we would be at this particular point. What do you see going into 2021? I know you mentioned the decrim, you know, measure. Uh, that's obviously huge. But what do you see here? I mean, what has to happen to keep things moving forward and make sure that we don't derail this shit, make sure that, you know, no one from cannabis, no one from cannabis, comes in and screws this up and then we just keep things moving forward in a positive direction what has to happen do not spook the horses everybody we have okay my my friends were sitting with the california da the sfda uh, i mean a, 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 a dear friend of mine was sitting there with them and they, and they just they were like okay again the shit show of this year the shit show is going, it's going to be all of 2021 we're not, this shit ain't going anywhere. I think we're going to be stuck in, the, in this stuff for a long time until 2022. That's my prediction. I could be wrong. Um, and we just need to keep going the right direction because it, it's starting to steer. We're getting past all this crazy election nonsense. That was just, that was just, a, it was just, a, oh my God, it was such a distraction for everybody, you know? And like, that like when when you sit with the people that I get to sit with, and I'm speaking of Mike Tyson, I'm I'm working with the same his same people. I was with Mike the other day after his fight, talking about you know how he feels and how, you know that's just happy to see Mike. I love Mike. Yeah, and how does he feel? Do you want to share a little bit about uh, how that that went? Yeah, I felt amazing. Yeah. So happy. Yeah. You know, he's he's forever. That's what gives me so much joy. I see people like people like him or people like, or Robert Forte even like, you know, these are people that are in my life that I see that are forever childlike. And they are these people that I, I just adore. I, you know, I see, so I get, I get so much from just being able to sit with Mike Tyson and talk about everything, you know, and to know the people that I'm working with, I, I see the bigger picture here. I see the worldwide picture. And I've heard some things from other countries that are resorts that are being set up by certain people. And again, I'm sitting with, with billionaire type people, um, you know, and then also about this country, about what's happening, about, uh, you know, products, you know, them asking us about products. Well, what, what do you, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? What would you do? And, it's, and I just see the wave happening. And to also understand the influential people in this world, are the most influential people in this world, I should say, are all doing psychedelics. And I, I'm just going to leave that there because, um, again, these are just circles that I'm, I'm now mm -hmm. dipping my toes in. And everyone, everyone, dude, it's, it's pretty awesome. I and mean, it's really awesome. And it just, it just makes me, it gives me faith because, you know, um, that's what needs to happen. Those people are already doing it. They've been doing it for, you know, not that long, short amount of time. Um, so now it's it just, you, you're getting it from both sides. You're getting it from, from the people, you know, the actual people of this earth. And then you're getting it from the people that run the planet financially yeah. and stuff. They're both, and, and, and influence-wise, are both starting to push in on each other 
and it's just it's seeping into Hollywood. I mean, of course, everyone in Hollywood does mushrooms. It's Cal, you, it's Cal, you're California sober. You know, you you don't drink, but you smoke weed and you do mushrooms. And then, especially if you're in Hollywood, they go, oh, no, 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 you know, and causing trouble, having fun, and now all my buddies are like the cool kids in town who just like own everything, and I'm just like, oh, dude, this is just—it's just—it's there's—it's too easy now, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm old. I'm 36 years old. I don't need to be going out in Hollywood. Yeah, it's it's an entirely different lifestyle, and one that you know, I mean, as as you get older, I mean, even myself, you know, man, at 38, you know, I, I've moved away from that party scene and everything. It's just it's not conducive to a healthy lifestyle. You know, you get to a point where it's just like. You got to move on from it. I mean, you can, can you can try to drag it on, but it, it's definitely not healthy. Uh, just want to circle back here, to back to the real sports episode. And th- there's a quote from Daniel Carcillo here that really stood out. Kind of hit me like a gut punch here. He says, "I'm just trying to look for more peace of mind, less suffering." That that really hit me because that to me feels like that's something that should just be a basic human right to be able to find more peace of mind. But I feel like we have we find ourselves in a situation here where we are so constrained and so tied to and limited by the American healthcare system here that really, it really focuses on management versus actual treatment and focuses more on a reliance on pills than it does actually helping a person treat. And I just feel like someone shouldn't have to travel thousands of miles into the Peruvian desert just to go and try and find peace of mind and in suffering in their life. So that that's it's frustrating. There's no question about it. But from an accessibility standpoint, do you see that changing here? I mean, obviously, with the work you're doing, I think it's going to increase accessibility. But I think that's something that's got to happen. I mean, how how do we how do we change that? How do we make sure that this isn't something that someone's got to travel like all the way to the Peruvian desert just to experience? How do we how does that change? It's it's happening. Uh, people like myself are making it happen. Um, and you know there is. A lot of things going down. Like I said, you know, uh, was it Vancouver, now Oregon, next year will be California. All be, will be, all the drugs will be decriminalized. So that's the whole West Coast, you know, like almost. No. And obviously, like, that's massive. That is it's huge. And, and I can see Alaska doing it. Alaska doesn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to go back to Alaska. Um, and everyone up there, they're all, they're all like expats basically from down here that had to go up there to get away from some stuff. I know that because my mom ran away to Alaska, to the country. <laughs> um, my stepdad and a world famous hunter and tracker guy from the bush. Like uh, my mom, my mom was doing subsistence living like a long time ago. Um, and she's, you know, it's, I, I love Alaska, but, um, you know, so the, 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 that's the change. Um, the change is you're, you're going to have people like myself, you know, having a church, a temple, um, a place of worship that you can set up, you can go, you know, we are Earth Temple Church members. They've got multiple, two major certifications, one through the ONAC and one through, I should know this, I don't remember what that, what that is, um, the other one is, um, and, you know, you can have legitimate ceremony. This is, we're talking amazing, male, female, they have the daughters of the moon, they have um, you know, the, the whole witch training, um, it, it's really, really, really advanced and it's really cool. 
Um, and I'm really proud to be a part of it. You know, we have something called La Forza Sagrada, the sacred force, where we are, again, we're, we're not, we're, we're rough individuals. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, we're, you know, we're, we're going to, we go, you know, sleep outside on the, you know, on the ground or maybe on a mat in a bag um, around a fire together. And we sing and we talk and we philosophize and, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, that's where my ayahuasca ceremony was, you know, not, not in the house not even in the tent you know this was outside sleeping outside for days you know going river rafting you know going out into the bush and going hunting um there's 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 just a different there's a, there's i finally found a group of people that i felt safe enough with right with and again nothing against other shaman type people i just never looked at someone and went oh we're the same like I trust you, yeah, yeah, cool. You know, just because you're a man doesn't mean like I look at you like I'm. A, I'm sorry, I can eat other people. Like <laughs> I, I'm a savage, and I'm. I don't mean to be cocky, but it's like I don't. I don't think you can handle what's going to come out of me. Or if you do, I just, I just, I don't know. I just, I just don't. I just don't trust you. And whatever, and that's my, my own, obviously my own projection. Uh, which I obviously I have to say right now because I'm sounding like a dick, maybe. Um, you know what I'm saying, but. So I was always just like, okay, okay. And then I found them, and I was like, done. We're I'm into this. You guys are rad. Uh, we can we can we can get down, and uh, and you can show me that that way because I've avoided ayahuasca, just like I've avoided five MEO. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but yeah. now yeah. of course hanging out with Mike and them, I'm like, fine, I'll do five MEO. Um, I just just give me a give me a little bit to keep doing. I need to do some more integration on my previous last two experiences. Um, so that it'll be a while before I do anything, but I'm sure the next thing I do will be fight in New York. It's and yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, when, when, when Mike Tyson tells you something, you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, down. Right, <laughs> but I mean, I, you know, I got to respect it. You know, you 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 understand the limitations. You understand that you know this is something that you know you, you got to take your time with. It's not something you do when you're not ready. Um, and, and I definitely respect that. Uh. Now, just I, before we wrap things up here, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but uh, what, what lays ahead? I know you mentioned some changes to the McCall Method uh, website that are coming. Uh, what can we expect to see with that here? And uh, what, what lays ahead here in 2021 for Ian McCall? And what, what, are you, what are you focused on the most here going into the new year? Well, I set up my team. I set up my this the McCall Method. Um, and again, it, it's a little uh, self-aggrandizing because it's my name on the building when um, you know, it's there's it's a team of people. That's what it's about. I, I just just did it because I didn't. It just sounded snazzy. Um, but you know, I have a whole team of people, like my fiance on board, Robert Forte's on board. We have a self love specialist named C. That uh, she was hand hand picked to be mentored by what's his name from Agape. Um, uh, I can't think of his name. No. Uh, All right. Yeah, she's um, Michael Beckwith. Um, you know, so there's a, a bunch of people. I have my strength conditioning coach. I have Casper Vandermeulen from, uh, you know, the breathwork biohacking guy. He's my, been my breathwork coach forever. Um, you know, I've built a really strong team of individuals that I can um, I can call on in certain situations. You know, I obviously have Bear Heart and the, the, the Earth Temple. I have them. I have everything set up perfectly where it's like, okay, guys, look at If you want safety, as you can see, you want, you know, the highest quality, everything, um, whether you want to do it outside or you want to do it in a big, beautiful temple, um, which happens to be, you know, like a mansion in the hills or out in the desert, um, 
then we can facilitate whatever. You know, that's the thing. It's it's just about being responsible um, and going through it, you know, in the right ways. It's just there's paths you have to go. You, know, you have to sign paperwork and you have to mm-hmm. go through this. You have to become a church member. You have to do all this sort of stuff because – um, you know, then people are protected. Then you know this is for ceremony. This is not. This is not for fun. You're not coming here to like to to get laid or you know like have bring a party with you. There's no other drugs involved. Like this is a serious thing. You do a diet for you. You prep. You know for weeks or months in advance even. Um, so it's it's a it's a really good system. You know, and I, and I'm proud to be a part of it. I'm proud to have my name on it. Obviously. Um, we are I don't I don't know if I want to spend twenty twenty one traveling or if I wanna buy a house. I just mm-hmm. bought a farm. I bought a farm and I wanna buy the big house next to it. Um because it's beautiful and it's it just makes sense. But yeah. I also um you know, it's COVID. I don't know if I need to spend that sort of money right now. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's, I just I just sold one property. It's just like there's – I've already spent way too much money just, just over during COVID. And uh, everyone's looking like you're an idiot. I'm like, sorry. Uh, I'll figure it out for it. I was investing in myself, I swear. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, but there's just a lot of business stuff going on. And I think that the next step is to really start looking at retreats because we have a lot of people that are – looking at, you know, call, getting a hold of us. We're, we're, I'm talking people from all walks of life, you know, especially after HBO. Um, the circles of people that I work with, like the Hollywood crowd, um, either they didn't know what I was doing or they knew about it and they were kind of hesitant. And now they're like, hey, when are we doing a ceremony? And I'm like, okay, well, hold on. Remember, I'm not a shaman. I have to ask the shaman when they're free. Uh, I'm just an extra. <laughs> I remember that. You know, <laughs> I come I come after to help you deal with everything, and then also help you to fix the rest of your life: the diet, the exercise, the breath work, the meditation, the philosophizing, the um, the certain products that you should and shouldn't be using. You know, like I go through someone's medicine cabinet or you know supplement cabinet, and be like, nope, 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 yep, nope, nope, yep, yep. Okay, we're good. Like, go through the. There's a lot of stuff, I and mean, we're we're looking at setting up uh, biohacking house. Like, we can biohack your house. Wow, like the, there were, there's been some crazy things brought up recently because you know I I tell people like Dude, you're built like a brick shit house still like what the fuck I'm like well, yeah I take a bunch of peptides I biohack the shit out of myself all the time you know like <laughs> I'm on their testosterone and they're this X4 blend and you know like I'm not I'm not I'm cheating life I'm having a good time I look great I'm proud of the you know like the work I put in but I'm also broken at 36 years old. And I need stuff for my brain. I need stuff to look better because I'm kind of, you know, a little vain. I, I you know, still have some ego. So, <laughs> uh, you know, and plus, I, my, for some reason, there's never pictures of me with, like, clothes on until recently. So I'm just trying to, you know, I'm just trying to feel good and look good and, and, and keep the biohacking alive for people and understanding that, like, my, 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 my education doesn't stop. I read articles every day. I talk to smart people every day. I, you know, like, the insider information is always fun. Um, to, to get private, like stuff that hasn't come out yet, you know, get certain paperwork or get um, all kinds of fun stuff, videos. Yeah. Really interesting, you know. And, and um, oh, and also, I have a new puppet show. I don't know why. Oh. Um, yeah, my new puppet show is called The Puppets. Uh, it is where, um, you know, you see me, I go in and I get interviewed by the puppets, uh, Machete and, and Judd. Um, and, 
then I smoke a puffet weed and I turn into a puffet. And now I'm becoming the psychedelic sage for all the puffets. I'm, I'm the, uh, the educator of the group. So I'll be like, count. Um, and, and, you know, I love I'm, it. I've got a whole, dude, I have, uh, I'll send you, so I'll send you something that's, that's, you're going to, it's going to blow you away. And this is literally the first we we, we, yeah, I'll get, I'll just send it to you. Oh yeah. I got to check this out. That you know, that, amazing. That, that, that's, that's, that's my, my, my thing is, is people listen to puppets. That's what they do now. Mm-hmm. That's what they've always done is listen to puppets, the president, whatever, uh, you know, and that's all that stuff. Well, then they better listen to these puppets because they're going to be funny. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be adult humor. Um, you know, see some funny stuff, but we've got big names involved. Some of the biggest names in cannabis all want puppets or are going to have puppets. Jerome Baker already has one. Cheech and Chong are getting involved. Like it's, it's pretty, uh, pretty amazing. So, um, yeah, those are my big things for 2021. That's fun. And I mean, I think the beautiful thing about all this is you're enjoying life. Like you're, you're happy. I mean, I hear it. And I think that's the most beautiful thing about all of this is this new chapter of your life that at least, you know, from someone on the outside looking in, I'm not speaking for you or anything like that, but it seems like you've found this entirely new way of life and this new chapter in your life. And it just seems like a, a complete polar opposite of, you know, what we became accustomed to seeing, you know, when we looked at Ian McCall, seeing you in the octagon and, you know, but this is a life that you just seem happy with. And I just, to me, that really is all about why I'm involved in what we do here with psychedelics and why this has to continue to move forward. And, and I got to appreciate it. You know, you are a part of the paradigm shift that we are seeing here. Uh, you're playing a huge role in it and I can't thank you enough for it. And I look forward to seeing everything that, you know, you're going to continue to do here because you're making a difference. You are part of the difference and the change that's happening here. And I, again, I can't thank you enough for it. Thank you, man. I take pride in it. And, um, you know, I, 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 I've always put it this way. I'm not a doctor or scientist, obviously. Um, I, I never got to have that sort of designation in my life. Um, I never got to accomplish that. So I'm the one sticking my neck out because I don't care. You can't take anything from me. Like, what should I tell people? What are you, you going to, like, what are you going to arrest me? I'm a card carrying member of the plant medicine church. Go for it. Like, it, I'm not trying to be cocky again, but like, it's, it's what I've spent a deal. I don't give a shit. You're going to make me a martyr. You're going to make me like way more important than this movement if you do that. <laughs> I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm not walking on high all day. This is a sacrament, you know, like, and it's, it's just, it's, it's, I'm just someone who, who has made sure to check every box where I'm not doing anything wrong. I show everyone, look, I used to be a psycho. Sure. I'm not that person anymore. I'm different. You know, I'm a happy person. I'm a loving person. I'm a protector. Um, and I just happen to have the job that, uh, no one else does. I'm, I'm one of, I, I, I'm, I'm one of two people who do sports performance with psychedelics at this level. Um, and, you know, working with James Fadden, that's the, the guy that I met, um, you know, we're both super into it. And, and and I just happen to have a bunch of savages that I, I walk to their death. So mine's a little different. He's more techie uh, with the science, um, which is what I love. But, but I've seen to just, I've, I've fallen into this role of, okay, I have to, I have to kill all my mentors and friends. It's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's really strange. It's really like, it's, it's been really strange lately. The, thing, the situations I've been in and I'm just like, oh, okay, this is odd. Like I didn't know if I really, I'm up for this, but sure, I'll do it. <laughs> I guess I have to. 
Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's always a pleasure catching up with you and I uh, hope we can stay in touch here. I know you got a lot going on and anytime, you know, you want to jump on here and share anything and the updates and what's going on, you're always more than welcome. Uh, again, thank you so much. If I don't talk to you again, I hope you have a great Christmas. Happy New Year. Uh, I know big things are ahead here in 2021, so looking forward to it. Cool. Yeah. That's it. Thank you, man. So thank you so much and, and um, have a good year and have a good New Year's and, and we'll talk soon. Likewise. Thank you. Global Track Solutions, Inc. and Psychedelic Spotlight does not in any way encourage or condone the use, purchase, sale, or transfer of any illegal substances, nor do we encourage or condone partaking in any unlawful activities. We support a harm reduction approach for the purpose of education and promoting individual and public safety. If you are choosing to use psychedelic substances, please do so responsibly.